0: beginning to look a lot like
1: Hey everyone, it's Matt from Kansas City in Kansas, and I just wanted to wish everyone a a Merry Christmas and a prosperous and happy 2023, Uh, but most importantly I hope that everyone's safe across the the holidays, Uh, just rounding out 2022 and and leading into the new year, so best wishes to everyone there, and just enjoy the time, Uh, just chill if you're able to do that and enjoy the time with family and friends. Uh, I didn't have a favorite new release of 2022, Um, I can imagine what Uncle Steve's is going to be, (coughs) something about sick, dying, and dead, Uh, but no, not for me, I did enjoy the album, but I thought I would do something a little different and go with my favorite tour or favorite concert of 2022. So just quickly, I was lucky enough to see some live music from major acts. I hadn't been able to do that for a few years. Uh, So I was able to catch Anthrax, uh, Danzig, Wasp, and also lucky enough to catch Maiden three times, and um, one of those times being in Denver, where I got to run into Uncle Steve himself and Sarah, and also to meet Melissa from the Metal Chat podcast. So that was a lot of fun. Getting to meet Melissa for the first time and also catching up with Uncle Steve and uh, Sarah again. that was great. It was a lot of fun. And with my whole family there as well. So we all caught the show and and hung out together. It was good. Um, But out of those shows, I think my favourite surprise, surprise, uh, it was actually Danzig. Uh, That was the first show that I'd seen in a few years now uh, where I'd been able to see a live band. And there was the excitement of getting to see one of my favorite artists. And about halfway through the show, I think it was Devil's Plaything, I'd be lying if I said I didn't get a little emotional. Uh, all the excitement of getting to see Danzig, getting to see music that I love, and one of my favorite Danzig tracks. And It was all just... Uh, <laughs> the culmination is something special for me, and I really, really enjoyed that. I think that was my favorite for the year. Although Maiden was still great. Maiden did, what made him do. Costume changes and all. Uh, but no, I'm looking forward to uh, 2023 and seeing what surprises that Uncle Steve and the game might have in store. And I just wanted to also say to Uncle Steve, uh, Auntie Steve, Sarah, uh, Andrew, and Kirsty, you know, everyone else that's been on the show this year, uh, it's been a lot of fun listening and participating as well. And I look forward to to catching up with everyone sometime soon in the future Merry Christmas everyone take it easy
2: all right Merry Christmas Merry 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 Christmas that's how some of us say it (laughs) you might say Happy Christmas so whether you say Merry Christmas or Happy Christmas either way Merry Happy Christmas to you welcome to the 2022 Uncle Steve Christmas extravaganza, I don't know what it's called but this year I'm doing it a little differently than I've done it the past couple of years last year's episode was over two hours long and it felt like way too much for a Christmas episode, I didn't really want it to be something quite that extravagantly long so I decided what I would do this year is that I would invite anyone that participated on the show to, um, give me a Christmas greeting, give you a Christmas greeting and to share what they felt like was their album of the year for 2022. And to start that off, I'm going to give you three people. And these are going to be, I'm doing them all in order of when they first appeared on the podcast during the year. So each Iron Maiden story will be in succession, and I've got a big surprise for you at the very end. So without further ado, I'm going to let you hear from my buddy, Anthony, installment 36, the most hated man in podcast land, Mark, as well as the man who brings us the Somewhere Back in Time series, Lord Andrew of Sussex.
3: Hey, Uncle Steve, it's Anthony from Twitter. I wanted to wish you, your family, and all the Uncle Steve Rocks podcast fans out there a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Hope the holidays have been a fun and blessed one for everyone. And for picking what my new favorite release is of 2022, easily for me, that's Arch Enemy's new album, Deceivers. So I hope you have a good one and
4: looking forward to seeing what the new year brings. Cheers. Hello, all of you in podcast land. I just want to wish you a season's greetings and a Merry Christmas from the most hated man in all of Uncle Steve's podcast history, a title that I jealously guard. I intend to make him happy this upcoming year and hope to make as many of you either very happy and or upset with me as possible. I look forward to that, and once again, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.
3: Well, it's the end of another year. Um... I've only managed to do four uh, Somewhere Back in Time episodes this year, The Legacy, Weekend Warrior, Darkest Hour, and of course, The Trooper. I must say, I especially enjoyed taking Steve on a trip back to the hybrid terraces in the 1980s with Weekend Warrior, of course. And by the way, the mighty Arsenal sit proudly on top of the league at the moment. Anyway. My favourite new album of 2022 was Carpe Diem by Saxon. I never got into Saxon in the 80s or since then until this year Um, when I, for some reason, decided to listen to this album on its release uh, whilst I repaired George's bicycle. Uh, And I loved it. Uh, My favorite songs are The Pilgrimage and Lady in Grey. So, Merry Christmas. I hope Father Christmas brings you all that you could possibly wish for. And have a very happy and prosperous new year.
2: Up the irons and up the gunners. Alright, now I'm going to let you hear a song. The first Christmas song of this episode besides the ones you just heard. This is another one from Rob Halford, it is God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. Hope you enjoyed that. I love the Rob Halford Christmas songs. He's my favorite Christmas singer. (laughs) So now I'm going to let you hear from a few more people that appeared on the podcast this year. First up is someone that you just heard from just this past week. He was also on very early this year. Bruno McDonald, the author of 666 songs to make you bang your head until you die. The Honorable Counselor from installment 38 of Iron Maiden Stories, as well as my new friend in Australia, Outback Mark from installment 39.
5: Hello everyone and Merry Metal Christmas. I am Bruno, the author of 666 songs to make you bang your head until you die and the source of several arguments on Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone. I'd like to thank Steve for having me as a guest on the show and I'd like to thank Steve, Kirsty, and Matt for entertaining all of us this year. One of the best things that's come out of the show for me is being reminded to listen to the more recent Iron Maiden albums. I've really enjoyed revisiting the post-reunion stuff, especially The Final Frontier, The Book of Souls, and the second half of A Matter of Life and Death. So thank you guys for literally rocking my world. Steve's asked his guests to choose their album of the year, Mine is called Where Myth Becomes Memory, and it's by a British band called Rolo Tomasi. They make a weird blend of experimental music and death metal, so some of their stuff is really beautiful, and some of their stuff punches you in the face and pushes you down the stairs. And what's more Christmassy than that? So to Steve, Kirsty, and Matt, and to all of you out there, have a great holiday season. If you're going to see Iron Maiden on tour next year, enjoy it. And please have a very happy and healthy 2023. Up the irons!
6: Hi, Uncle Steve. This is Councillor Richard Holmes calling from Garva in Northern Ireland. It's a beautiful night over here. We've snow on the ground, the Gemini meteor shower is overhead, so we've been wrapped up warm and out and gazing skyward for a good part of the evening so far. Checking in with my Album of the Year, Uh, it goes to Nickelback with Get Rolling. It's not up there with Dark Horse, but it's a good album nonetheless, and uh, great to hear from them again. I'd just like to take this opportunity to thank yourself and Matt, Kirsty and Andrew for another cracking year of shows. It's always great to see the icon popping up in the podcasting feed every week. You've managed to make two hours of Megadeth sound interesting, and I'm looking forward to another year of shows happy christmas to you all and uh, to all the fans of the show i'm sure there are many and growing every year and see you all somewhere in tour in 2023 good
7: day, uncle steve it's out back mark calling from a very very hot central australia just calling to wish you and all of your listeners a very very merry christmas uh, it's been a great year for you and your show according to the statistics which is wonderful people all over the world got to listen to lots of variety of subjects and um created a lot of different chats which is what it's all about mate so congratulations and all the best to you i hope you uh, and your family have a great christmas a big uh, big hello to matt the horse flip-flop guru uh, all the best to you and kirsty of course the official historian great input this year and um been very very enjoyable to listen to lord andrew incredible um Subjects again, the official historian, so all sorts of uh, you know topics covered, which was really, really enjoyable to listen to, always is. So all the best to, to you all. Uh, as far as albums of the year go, I'll throw a big one out there to Autopsy, who had um, Morbidity Triumphant, which was a great uh, great album. Arch Enemy's Deceiver was pretty good, and I have a feeling I know what Uncle Steve uh, might really have somewhere up near the top. That also had some very positive stuff on it too, but number one for me, Mighty Prince of Darkness, Ozzy Osbourne with Patient Number Nine. Very, very nice, eclectic mix of songs and um, from a lot of different artists. And for me, it just absolutely works. So many good songs, almost all of them, maybe bar a couple. Uh, That's brilliant return to form. So, really, really pleased with that. Well done. Anyway, from very hot central Australia, have a great Christmas to everyone, all your listeners, and all the best. And see you in the new year. Bye bye.
2: All right, let's 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 get in here, and I've got to take care of the sponsors. Let's get to our sponsors, and then we'll be right back.
8: This holiday, bring home
2: the sounds of the season with Megadeth, all your beloved favorites
0: in one special collection. Frosty the Snowman was a jolly happy soul with a cord cord pipe and a button nose and two eyes
1: made out of coal.
2: The Little Drummer Boy. Shall I play for you ba,
9: ba ba ba, ba. Bla 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 bla, 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 bla
0: ba, 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 ba. Do
3: you
2: hear what I hear? Do you hear what I hear?
10: Do you hear what I hear? IT'S DEATH! And many, many more! Hi, we're Megadeth. These are the carols we grew up loving.
4: And you'll love them too. Or Santa will kick you.
1: In the throat!
8: This unique collection also features their hit duet with Jenny Lewis, Baby, It's Cold Outside.
0: I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. No, seriously, I have to go away. I'm scared. Thrashing through the snow, a very Megadeth Christmas. Ho, ho, ho!
11: Available at Walgreens.
2: Alright guys, it's Cousin Stevie here. My other cousin, Steve, the one you know as Uncle Steve, he's finally let me come on here and reveal myself. I am Cousin Stevie. You probably think I sound a lot like Uncle Steve. And you'd probably be right, because I'm very, very close in DNA to Uncle Steve. Here's how it works, real quick. Our moms were sisters, twin sisters. Our dads were brothers, twin brothers, of course. So we both came from the same DNA pretty much so we laugh alike we walk alike at times we even talk alike you could lose your mind but I wanted to wish you all a Merry Christmas Uncle Steve told me to give you a greeting as well as to share what my album of the year is and of course me and Uncle Steve share a lot of things in common and musical taste is just another one of those things I also well I'm not sure if that's what he's going to pick yet because he hasn't told us but I'm going with Megadeth's The Sick The Dying and the Dead fantastic album great album I hope you enjoy the rest of my cousin Uncle Steve's Christmas episode He told me to introduce the next song, which is another song by his favorite Christmas singer, Rob Halford. It's O Little Town of Bethlehem. back i finally let that guy on here so now you know all right so the next three that you're going to hear from first off is from the asylum tales from the Devro diary podcast ray who was on installment 41 now ray forgot to tell his album of the year he did text me later and tell me to make sure and let everyone know that his album of the year was The Sick, The Dying, and The Dead by Megadeth. Next up was Julie from Kansas City. She was on installment 42. She also forgot to tell me her album of the year. And funny enough, she texted me and told me as well. It's Megadeth's The Sick, The Dying, and The Dead. I'm glad these people have good taste in music. And lastly, someone who did tell me what his album of the year was And I'll let him tell you Chip From Installment 43
4: Hey Uncle Steve It's rody Ray From the Asylum Tales from the Devereaux Diaries podcast Also Plain Old Ray From uh, I Remember Now The Queen's Queensryche podcast Just wanted to drop a note Or a voice note I guess And uh, wish you and Kirsty and Matt A very happy holiday season Whatever holidays you celebrate I hope they are safe and uh, wonderful just wanted to thank you guys for the friendship and the fun that we've had over the past year and wish you all the best for 2023 it's been great getting to know you guys and look forward to more of it rock on cheers
5: hi this is
0: julie and Wook from kansas city and we would
12: like to wish you a a merry Merry Christmas. christmas
1: Hey, Uncle Steve, it's Chip here. Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas, Up the Irons, all that. My favorite album of the year in the metal genre would be the new Ozzy album, seconded by Kirk Hammett's The Maiden and the Monster
4: Instrumental album.
2: All right, now I'm going to do something. I think I'm going to start doing this every year. I obviously started off the episode with some pretty terrible songs, but those are by old artists that... We may not like too much anyway. I found a very terrible Christmas song. It's by Jeff Tate, the lead, the former lead singer of Queen Drake. It's called Silver Bells. So this year on the Christmas episode, I just decided to be a little different and bring in one of my co-hosts, everybody's favorite co-host, of course, the official historian of the podcast. Kirsty is with me for this Christmas event. Kirsty, Merry Christmas! How are you?
13: Merry Christmas! Very good, thank you.
2: <laughs> and so what we're going to do, and I'm glad you're good, but what we're going to do here mm-hmm. is we're gonna we're gonna just do some Christmas themed questions. And uh, have a little yep. bit of a chat So I'll go first We have we each have We, we, we were going to do 10 questions But we were like we need 11 It's got to be a spinal tap 11 right so, Right So My first question for you And uh, I think you'll have a good answer for this one I, And I haven't heard any of the answers to any of these questions So Question number one for you It's a, it's a dual question It's two. I need two different answers because the question I found actually had best or worst. And so I wrote best and worst because I know, okay. how you, I know how you like to cut things short and <laughs> say little, <laughs> say less. So, so what's the best and worst Christmas present you've ever received?
13: Well, the best one was um, like four years ago, I went to England with my family to go and stay with my parents. And that year, I'd read to my kids every single Harry Potter book. We'd watched every Harry Potter movie. Oh, wow. And done a Harry Potter themed birthday party, been to Harry Potter quiz nights. And when we went to England, my parents paid for us to go to the Warner Brothers Film Studio and do the tour and see all of the film sets and the costumes and drink some butterbeer and things like that. So. Yeah, that was a really memorable day.
2: Wait, aren't those um, books really thick?
13: Yes, they are. Yes, it took me, took me pretty much the whole year to get through their uh, seven books.
2: Oh, okay. I thought you... <laughs> Golly, what? how did you have time to go anywhere else? Okay. <laughs> okay, and the worst?
13: Um. Well, you'll find out what it's like to be married to me now, because I've been complaining about this present... Since I got it, and we got it when I just started dating my husband, so it was the first present he got me. How long have um, you been married for? Um, we've been together for 17 years now, um, and it's was actually a really thoughtful present as well. So I feel bad that I was bringing up how much I hated it, oh, boy. but um, he noticed that I was a little bit a ne- bit of a nervous driver. I don't like driving on like country roads because they have road trains, and then I get nervous to. Overtake them if it's not a dual carriageway, okay. and sometimes a little bit nervous if I'm driving in at night in very heavy rain, sure. which I think is pretty normal.
2: Yeah, it's that is normal.
13: So he got me a defensive driving lesson, and I think he thought that would help me feel more confident, and I think he also thought I'd be having lots of fun on the skid pan and everything. <laughs> so I got well, I got the voucher, and it was like almost about to expire a year later when I finally thought I better go and do this then (laughs) and and I got there and it was all full of teenagers who had been made to go by their parents (laughs) and um, first of all we were sat in a classroom watching videos and being talked to about um, our attitudes
2: and you're in your 30s in there I
13: know yeah and then I had to change a tire and then we had a we did do a bit of skid pan but it wasn't very much Then we had to go off to this really busy area, and there was a driving instructor beside me and a policeman in the back, and I had to do like a commentary drive, so you have to say what's behind you, what's coming out the side streets ahead, and describe everything and what you're doing the whole time you're driving, which is (laughs) not very pleasant really. It's like pretty nerve-wracking. At least I knew that... If I didn't do well, I'd still get to drive away because right. I had a driving license.
2: So wait, when you were... Okay, so go back 17 years. Was when, yeah. when you went places with Aaron, was he driving everywhere or were you driving everywhere? Or was it like a miss? Oh,
13: I'd usually... Most of the time, when we're in the car, he drives.
2: Okay, yeah. Unless he's been drinking. So, so what you're saying is... Is if my wife opens up a defensive driving course today, it's not a mm-hmm. good
13: idea. Not unless she's specifically said that she wants to go on one. No, it's not a good idea. And because um, he's a little bit scared of heights, I think I got him parasailing for the next present. And then we stopped <laughs> getting each other experiences.
2: <laughs> hey, that's a lot better gift than what he got you, though. I think so. Oh, that's funny. That's funny
13: all right so i'll give you a question
2: go
10: for it
13: this is a little bit more boring actually maybe um do you have any special dishes you like to eat around the holidays you know brussels sprouts
2: oh god no (laughs) i don't know that i've ever ate a brussels sprout since i was a kid i must have they either smelled them and they were bad
13: i didn't like them when i was a kid but i do know
2: okay i maybe i need to try them again um I don't really have a dish that I like, but my mom makes... This is kind of generic, really, but like she'll take celery, and she'll put cream cheese in the celery, and it's delicious.
13: Yeah, that is good, to be fair.
2: I like that. Uh, And she makes like a... Is that uh,
13: like a special Christmas thing, though?
2: Well, I mean, she only makes it a few times a year. She doesn't do it all the time. Okay. Uh, She'll make like a, a fruit salad that's really good. Uh, she'll make um, potato salad really good I mean that's just kind of generic mm-hmm. I guess because that happened that could be any time but she usually makes it you know that during Christmas and you know I don't go eat at my mom's house very often so but like sure. we'll go over there Christmas Eve and we'll do that so so that's kind of a tradition so. yeah that's a, that's kind of a boring one so no, yeah. not a real exciting answer there. Uh, I like eating turkey <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So okay, here's a question for you. I think this is a good question. So, and I know we were looking at a list of questions to ask, and we didn't pick all the same questions. So I'm hoping, I don't know if I hope you pick this question or not for me, because I'm not sure how I, I don't know how I would answer a lot of these. I haven't thought about any of them. Name something about Christmas that most people like, but you hate. Mm.
13: Well, I like Christmas. It's a, it's a lot of it's a lot of thinking and planning, thinking for presents for everyone like this week i had to buy for my kids friends and the teachers and the lollipop man and we had end of school year events and i had to think i have to think what food to buy for christmas day mm-hmm. actually nobody likes that dude yeah nobody likes that
2: <laughs> okay
13: um i don't know i don't like turkey
2: you don't like turkey <laughs> because tur- i don't eat meat oh <laughs> uh, yeah that makes, that makes sense okay so i don't know if that question's coming for me but uh, i could answer i think i could answer that a little bit
13: So, So what is coming for you? Is there a movie or a TV show that makes you feel Christmassy?
2: Makes me feel Christmassy.
13: Uh,
2: I don't know if I'd say it makes me feel Christmassy or not, but um, like around Christmas, growing up, I always used to see the movie It's a Wonderful Life. Um, Always liked that one. Uh, Christmassy, uh, maybe the Charlie Brown Christmas special.
13: Those are two very good picks.
2: That's probably, that's what I'm going to have to go with there. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you another question here. Uh, question number three for you. And this is, I don't know what kind of answer you want to get for this one, but what was Christmas like when you were growing up?
13: Well, it was, it's was a lot colder than it is here. <laughs> it's nice, there's always like, lots of things in in england in the build up to it there's a lot of lots and lots of events
9: mm-hmm.
13: it's um it's a lot christmasier than it is here like they have lots more special food and tv specials
9: mm-hmm.
13: and you know it's just i used to play like in a silver band so i go and play carols and um, we used to have like a a float that came around the street with Santa on it and playing Christmas music and everything. Wow. So I think we build up to Christmas time, probably a bit more than it is here. Um, on the day, we'd probably just go to different relatives and eat lots of food. And, like, in the evening, there'd be all of the cousins and everybody. So you
12: didn't
2: go so, swimming?
13: No, we did not go swimming. No, <laughs> you do, you I think we do usually like see one lots, see one lot of relatives. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe catch the Christmas movie because they would always be like a movie on TV. Because you didn't have Netflix, you'd have to wait mm-hmm. for the yeah. new release to come out that afternoon, yeah. and then go to another family somewhere else.
2: Uh, okay. See, we have we have thank- the Thanksgiving holiday here, so like we tend to do one family, one side of the family on Thanksgiving and the other side because it's only a month later. So
13: Yeah, I was just saying I'd go absolutely spare if I had to do this twice, two months running. Yeah. I'm quite glad I don't have Thanksgiving. Right. I'm thankful for that.
2: Yes. There you go. There you go. Okay. Okay.
13: So. Oh, so
2: You're number three.
13: My number three to you is do you enjoy listening to or singing Christmas carols?
2: Um, no, I don't enjoy them, and I really, I, I would rather listen to them than sing them. I'll say that, if that's one way to say it. I hate them. Yeah, I hate them. I <laughs> <So, laughs> no, like listening to them or singing them. Um, they're not, I mean, I don't mind them a little bit, you know, I guess some traditional stuff, like, you know, what, the Little Drummer Boy or something like that. I don't know if that's a character.
13: Yeah, that's probably, one. like, my least favorite one.
2: I like that. I like, uh, maybe maybe like oh come all ye faithful or something but i'm not just a big fan of that stuff at all so i don't like i don't, I don't like the um i'm not a very uh i'm just not a very Christmassy type person <laughs> so.
13: no i didn't think you would be um <laughs> i used to really like singing christmas carols in church in the choir yeah singing the high part
2: didn't you say um ah any examples
13: um <laughs> Park the Herald angel sing. No, 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 I mean, like, the Descant, you can listen to it. Oh, do you know what? Last time I went to England, uh, we went to midnight mass, and me and my cousin, we'd come straight from the pub, and we thought we were going to sing the Descant. My oh, no. <laughs> voice doesn't go that high anymore, especially <laughs> with um, all the alcohol and the, then the incense in the church. <laughs> we gave it a shot, but it was pretty bad.
2: <laughs> uh, didn't you say when you used to go play the Christmas carols that it would be freezing outside when you did it?
13: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, yeah. Y'all didn't go up to like people's doors, did you? Or windows, or?
13: <laughs> um, no, no. We just play in the well,
2: you up know, you the see, village. You see the TV shows where it's like they'll they'll open the window and there'll be a choir standing right there at their window, and like
13: who Some people do go around the hu- around the houses. Um,
2: that seems strange.
13: I'd just go round. I'd go back door to my grandma's and do it to see if I get any money out of her, but
2: <laughs> <laughs> I uh,
13: wouldn't go all the way up the street and do it.
2: Okay. So here, here's a question that uh, we're talking about songs. So here you go. What is your least favorite and your most favorite Christmas songs?
13: All right. So I think my most favorite is Merry Christmas, Everybody by Slade. Okay. Which you know now. Yeah. Um, I've decided this week. Uh-oh. The worst is gonna be Paul Diano's Rock and Roll Christmas, hasn't
2: it? <laughs> That's the one I played last year, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. But well, you didn't play the whole thing. Yeah, did it, was, you? it was pretty terrible what I did here. So. Mhm.
13: Okay.
2: So, what you got for me?
13: You will. Um, well, since you're like obviously not a big fan of Christmas, no. but what's your least favourite part of Christmas? <clears throat>
2: the least favorite part of Christmas is kind of like decorating and, and everyone kind of acting holly and jolly and you know it was fun when you were a kid but I mean I think you get older and you're an adult and I just kind of like, like it's okay I enjoy it but it's not like it was when you were younger I mean it's, it's not and, and now my kids are older too or when
13: your kids were younger
2: yeah my kids aren't you know my, my I'm sure they'll still be excited by their gifts or whatever but That's what I I don't like it. It's not as fun anymore. It's kind of like we just wake up and we go to my relatives' house or my wife's relatives, and and there you go. It's it's kind of yep. It's it's just so it's so ritualistic and routine. It's like it's almost like nobody cares anymore. It's just like it's like okay, let's do this. (laughs) And I I guess I'm one of those people too. So
13: that's fair enough.
2: Yeah. All right, so what's your number uh, six? Uh, no, it's, oh, it's my turn to ask you. A question. Where are you
13: going? You better ask me something. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I got to ask you a number. I'm okay. Number. What? Number
13: four or five?
2: This is my number five. This is the one I made up. Yeah. I made this question up, and it's. I think it'll. I think it's an easy question. Mm-hmm. What album most makes you think about the Christmas season?
13: Well, I've got a, um, I've got a compilation album and I think it's called the best Christmas album in the world ever or something. (laughs) (laughs) It's got, and it's a double, I think they might have four CDs on it. Oh wow. It's massive. And, um, I always put it on if like we're decorating the tree or I want to kind of feel Christmassy, um. I put it on till I can't take it anymore. I think last time I put it on, it was Christmas Day. Aaron went outside, and I went outside to go and see what he was doing, and he was listening to Radiohead. And I thought, oh, yeah, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> I gave in. Yeah, but, I,
2: uh, I was thinking more like, for me... Like I could, a whole album. Well, I just thought like... I guess because I got I got somewhere in time on for Christmas, <laughs> and I got
13: I got peace of mind for Christmas.
2: I got yeah, I got lick it up and, and Creatures of the Night by Kiss for Christmas one year. So, those kind of like when I when I think of those songs, they don't make me necessarily think of Christmas, but like
13: but, yeah, you remember when you got them and I what do. it was like listening to them on the day. Yeah, yeah, that that would be peace of mind for me.
2: Okay, okay. So, um, what's your next, what's your next question here?
13: If you could go anywhere at Christmas. Where would you go and why? Hmm.
2: That's an interesting question. I mean, I'd like to go somewhere where there were lots of mountains, lots of snow, and I'm not a cold weather. I don't love cold weather or anything, but I think it'd be nice to be somewhere where you just could see it. Mm -hmm. I'd just say like somewhere in Colorado where I could have some really incredible scenery, you know, like say in a cabin somewhere where you wake up and you open the big windows or something and it's just an incredible view like right behind you kind of thing i think that'd be kind of cool too. and why would uh, be. i guess snow you know snow is wintry and yeah not that i love the snow but i certainly don't like the beach so i'm not a beach person <laughs> okay so uh but plenty i could think of plenty of places though as far as like i could uh, like what was up in Nepal, you know where, where mount everest is alaska you know i think that'd be kind of a cool place to go and see the mountains and, uh, in the winter and but yeah, anywhere where there's some really fantastic mountains. so okay uh, my question number six for you <sighs> okay what's the most memorable do you hear
8: that yeah the noise? Have you been to that new shop down the road? Yeah, sh-
13: No. It sounds okay. like Wayne and Trevor.
8: Have you done all your Christmas shopping it, yet? Are you doing this? No. <laughs> what
3: the heck? Can Wayne. I made it? What this button Wayne? Trevor. Rain, is S- on the cross Trevor, next week, we? isn't it? What the heck's that? Button?
8: What? What? What's that noise I can hear?
3: It signals uh, it? a bit
8: weird. Are you in your shed?
10: How, how are, they are they on yeah. call?
13: <laughs> Why are we doing a Christmas special?
3: Did you set it up? on Skype. How do you do yeah, that? I don't know how to do that? Although I've not been invited to talk on it. <laughs> Let's just listen for a second. Yeah. You think I would, wouldn't you, after I flew him over from Texas for my show?
1: I'm trying to hack
6: in and, and see. What? Hack into his podcast. That's what the noise is. I've made this special radio transmission interrupter. A what? A special radio transmission interrupter. You can sneak into a call and they don't know you're there listening.
8: You can't do that. It's a breach. State of protection? Ethics?
6: No, don't worry. It's special because it's undetectable, I think.
8: No, oh, I'm not sure about this.
6: Ah, no, it's okay. Oh god.
8: Mm. Uh, ooh.
6: Ooh.
2: Uh-oh. Told ya, now he thinks we spine on him? Can you he hear this? Can he hear us? Dunno. A radio transmission interrupter. Huh, Kirsty. Uh, oh
13: Yeah.
2: Oh hello, Uncle Steve. Yeah, sorry about this. Wayne, why are you trying to listen to us while we're recording this Christmas episode? I I don't understand. Wayne. Oh,
13: Wayne, is that you? Oh my God, I love you. Uh, It's such an honor to speak to you. (laughs) Uh, Your reviews are fantastic. That Heaven Can Wait episode you did, I play that all the time.
6: Oh, it's okay, Wayne. What? It's okay.
8: It's a girl.
6: Yeah, but we know her, don't we? Kirsty? Yes, me. Remember? She played
5: recorder for you.
8: Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. From here to eternity. That was great, that was.
13: I'm quite happy to learn Lord of the Flies for you, or 2am or something for the next series, if you like. Really, really looking forward to you coming back in January. So much. Um, thank you. And Trevor, I love your poetry. You are so talented. I have all your books.
6: Merci, mon ami. What are you doing? Speaking French. Why? Well, she likes it. It's a co-host thing. You wouldn't understand.
13: Anyway, it's incredible to speak to you both. Yours is my favorite podcast of all time. Are you going to do a Christmas special? Kirsty? Yeah.
2: I'm I'm still here. Oh. You We want to maybe focus on the fact that they're trying to interrupt our podcast? The one that you're on? Yeah, but... Wayne, what do you have to say for yourself? It was Trevor... Oh, thanks a lot. Oh, it's Trevor's idea. Okay, I'll tell you what's going to happen. You're using an illegal tapping device. I'm going to either report you to the authorities or you can record a Christmas greeting right now for interrupting me and Kirsty. What's it going to be?
3: Yeah, I'd appreciate that if if you don't report us to the authorities. We don't want that, do we? Um, But yeah, okay, uh, Christmas message then. Um, Yeah, Merry Christmas to you all the way from Stetchford. Enjoy your Christmas and your New Year. And, uh, yeah, if you listen to my podcast, there'll be some new episodes. That's good news, isn't it?
6: Yeah. Yeah, Merry Christmas from me as well.
3: He didn't ask you.
6: What? He didn't ask
3: you. He doesn't want your message. He will. No.
2: Yeah, we don't want to hear Trevor.
3: Yeah, okay. Can you turn the thing off now, Trevor, so we... we, we...
6: Okay. Thanks, Uncle Steve. Bye. See ya. Cheers. Bye. Thanks,
2: Wayne. Bye. (laughs) Okay. After all that, and... After that, Kirsty, gosh, I don't know. Maybe yes. maybe you want to go on. That's pretty exciting. Maybe you want to just go and be on their podcast.
13: Mm, maybe I do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, let's just leave it alone. I don't want to lose. I can't afford to lose a, a, a host right now. So. Fair play. Okay. So what, here's my question number six for you. So what's the most memorable thing that's happened to you since last Christmas?
13: Well, I've become a co-host on your podcast.
2: That's That's been pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I've (laughs) Well, it's taken up
13: quite a lot of my time. It probably is the most memorable thing. Um, But uh, one of the best things I did was finally getting to take my daughter, Chloe, to go and see Kiss after Mm. three years of trying. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we had a really great night. And it was something that I'd really wanted to take her to for her ninth birthday, and um, finally managed to get there. She just turned 12, but she still really enjoyed it. And
2: That's I was good. really
13: glad because I was thinking she'd probably gone off them by then.
2: That's good. I'm glad she enjoyed it. Yeah.
13: And we played we played heaps of Kiss the weeks afterwards. Well, she's, she just plays Heavens on Fire constantly. That's a good one. It's not bad. It's definitely grown on me after the 50 millionth listen.
2: <laughs> it's... It's it's the going blind of her era.
13: <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough, I guess. I, I have played going blind a lot this year.
2: Does she like going blind by chance? It's not so much. Okay.
13: Because she she's mainly playing songs that were on the set list.
2: Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Okay. Well, that's it. That's that's some cool stuff.
13: Yeah. So my question, my next question for you, I think. I wonder if your least favorite holiday is Christmas, but which is your favorite holiday and which is your least favorite?
2: Mm. My favorite holiday is probably Thanksgiving here because I get two paid days off work for it. (laughs) And... uh, And
13: you don't for Christmas, do you?
2: No, we only get one.
13: You have to go to work on Boxing Day, that's sad.
2: Well, I get paid really well to go to work on a paid holiday. So like on Thanksgiving this past year, I went to work the second day mm-hmm. and I, I just get paid like a whole lot better. So it's,
13: oh, yeah.
2: you know, you're trying to pay bills off and you can make like. Triples. That's always good. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Yeah. And my least favorite, it's hard to pick. It, I don't consider any holiday a least favorite if I get a day off for it. Um, sure. But maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe like Labor Day or something. And I might get paid off for that too. I can't remember. But well, what
13: happens on Labor Day? Nothing.
2: It's just yeah, nothing really. It's it's a, a day off. It's it's a day that they yeah. I, I don't even yeah. You know half the time yeah we have it too. I don't even know what the days we're off for, for half the time. I mean I know what Christmas is for <laughs> and Thanksgiving and New Year's and July Fourth and July. I will say July Fourth is a pretty good one though because everyone shoots fireworks and stuff. Mhm. And and that's always kind of fun. It's
13: yeah. It's a, we have a day like that, Australia Day.
2: And it's warm. You know, cause like Christmas time here, it's, you know, it can be chilly. Sometimes it can be 80 degrees and sometimes it can be 20 degrees. So, so it's not consistent. Like July 4th, is always going to be warm. So yeah, I think that's, that's mine. So cool. Okay. So this one, this will be interesting. Uh, I don't know what kind of answer you'll have. You might, this might come back to your, uh, your, your (laughs) Aaron's fantastic choice of his first gift to ever buy you. Um, mm-hmm. Share one vivid Christmas memory, good or bad. Or you good and bad. Whatever you want. Okay.
13: All right. I'll go for one that's good and bad. Okay. But this, this is before Aaron. Okay. And um, I've been in Australia for about four years, and I was nearly single.
2: Okay.
13: I, I'd also just recently quit my job and had no money. Oh, boy. And in December, I've just gotten into a... Unit, we call them like an apartment, you'd say.
9: Mm-hmm.
13: Uh, it was barely furnished, and I didn't have any money much for um, Christmas decorations. Yeah. All my family were in England. I didn't really have any close friends yet, and I just sort of started a new job. Yeah. So I was thinking I was probably going to even spend Christmas Day on my own. But there was um, the kids, uh, not kids, but yeah, one of them was 18. The people I was working with at my new job heard about this. Uh, one of them invited me to go around in the evening for dinner.
9: Oh.
13: And then two other girls, Megan and Annalise, said they would come around to mine for lunch.
9: Yeah.
13: So I bought a load of food and they came over. But my house was so hot and I didn't have any air conditioning or anything. It was like an absolutely stinking hot day. <laughs> and in my bedroom was the coldest, well, the coolest room. And I had um, a wet sheet hanging over a a fan and we had to go and sit on the floor in my bedroom because it was the least hot room and like eat picnic off the floor. (laughs) And it doesn't sound very good at all, Yeah. but like they're still my best friends today and they still look back on that and say that that was a really good memory for them.
2: Yeah, that's really cool. And like they were
13: my bridesmaids and everything.
2: Wow, that is cool. I mean, it's cool for people to step up and do that stuff. So that's cool. So, so that was your, so that's, so was that your vivid memory. That's good. Is that a good and bad? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can it see It turned that. out good. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's really cool. So your turn.
13: Right. Up to what was your most memorable Christmas?
2: Oh, boy. Um, oh, that's easy, actually. <clears throat> uh, 19 years ago my son was born the day before Christmas. So that was very, um, I had been working a job. I was at a different job at the time and, but I was working these shifts basically where I was working, I was working seven days a week for, and I'd been on, I'd been doing it for like two months straight. It was seven days a week, 12 hours a day. It was, I would go to work at seven in the morning and I'd get off at seven at night and I just rotated and, and I would get, it was a union company, so I would get paid really, really well after, you know, every eight hours you work, after that you're getting overtime. And after, sure. so it got to a point where, because it was 84 hours a week, so I was making, excuse me, I was making really good money. And, you know, my wife was pregnant and we knew it was you know, coming along, so it got to real close to the Christmas. And I don't remember if we were getting off because of Christmas for a couple of days, or if... I just got off the shift, but I remember I came home. It was on the 23rd. And I think that was my first night at home. You know, my first full night to be, you know, off, like I was going to get to sleep in the next day. I was thinking,
13: <laughs> uh.
2: and I went to bed and, you know, within a couple hours, my wife woke me up and I guess she said her water broke or whatever. And, uh, I think she said that I asked, could I go take a shower or brush my teeth? I can't remember. I I thought it was a shower, but I'm sure it would have just been brushing my teeth. Do I have time to brush my teeth? Because I am not a morning person at all. (laughs) So, you know, imagine being woke up after you've been working, you know, 84 hours a week for two months straight. And the first night you think you're actually going to, you know, get off and...
13: I can't even imagine working those hours and it being legal, but yes, I can imagine.
2: Yeah, it was it was um, it was interesting. So, but I, you know, got up and we went up to the hospital and, and we were there and it took a long time. You know, I think they ended up having to. She, well, I know she ended up having to have a C-section, but it just mm-hmm. it got through the day and it got to a point where they were like, hey, you know, this is getting going to get dangerous for the child. So, because we didn't know if it was a boy or a girl, we never found out that was mine. I was like, I don't want to know. I was, I was so anti
13: surprises.
2: I like surprises, but I was really not into having a kid either. I was not excited. So, um, I was just kind of like the longer I don't know anything, the longer it'll take for it to, to, for me to, I'm still get to live my normal life, you know? (laughs) And then, you know, but it was kind of cool to, to have, you know, have, have to be able to walk in the room and tell everybody it was a boy. So that was, uh, That was a very, uh, that was the best Christmas ever, really, for me. So, pretty easy one. Excellent. I was going to mention when I first got the Atari. I was like, wait a minute.
13: (gasps) Oh, yes, I got an Atari, too. That was pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I don't
2: know if it was better than having my son, but (laughs) it was pretty good.
13: Um, I, I would have to say that, like the the night that I gave birth was pretty much one of the worst nights of my life. There's nothing fun about that kind of thing. Sure. But sure. I bet it was good for you.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you know, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't great for Vanessa, but
13: I I probably shouldn't say it like that. But to be honest, that's it was.
2: Ah, uh, you know what? I mean, it's the the probably the pain and and all that stuff is the outcome is good at the end. Yeah. Like the. All the work leading up to it isn't good, but the end result is good. So I'm going to move forward (laughs) here because I was about to say something else. I don't want to say something else. Um, Okay. My number eight question for you, right? Yep. Yes. Number eight. What? And I already know the answer to this one, but I, I was running out of questions to figure out, to ask on that list. What is your favorite Christmas movie to watch and why I added the Why?
13: Okay, it is Elf, as you know. Mm-hmm. But also Love Actually, even though it's completely lame, I still want to watch it every year because it is Christmassy. Um, but yeah, we love Elf so much. We do Christmas in July. We watch it then as well yeah. sometimes. Um, but I've just seen the latest Christmas movie with Will Ferrell. There's a new one out. Well, I have Oh, seen I can't that. remember what it's called. It's a it's a musical with Ryan Reynolds based on the book A Christmas Carol. Oh yeah it was enjoyable but it wasn't a patch on elf
2: what is love actually i've heard that before what is that oh have you
13: seen like the movie valentine's day which is like lots of couples oh probably not um all right so it's lots of stories about couples they're all kind of related in some way
9: Uh
13: and their stories take place in the month leading up to christmas okay but it's got lots of famous actors like Emma Thompson, Alan Rickman, Hugh Grant, Colin Firth. So.
2: i heard of one of those. <laughs> any of those. are. <laughs> I've heard of Hugh Grant was the one that got into trouble a while, years ago. I remember that.
13: Yes, that's him. Yeah. Um, Laura Linney, she's American.
2: Okay. Yeah, I don't know her. Okay. Okay. So what you got for me?
13: I have got, do you play games at Christmas? If so, which?
2: Mm, not really. The only, only game we play is how long can it take me to open a gift. <laughs> you know? I do, I do have a little game. I guess I don't know if it's really a game, but it's not a board game. But I, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever told <laughs> told this on the podcast or not. It's not the most. It's it's kind of a funny thing, but um, as 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 a person who's kind of a hoarder, you know, mm-hmm. I I'll just uh if I run out of uh, old drawers to wear. You know, underwear I just, you know, after a while I'll just, uh, I'll buy new ones And then the old ones just kind of get shifted over In the drawer and I don't wear them anymore And after a while you clean out the drawer And just put them somewhere So I started this thing every year And I don't do it every year But where I'll wrap one gift With a lot of old pairs of underwear <laughs> Like inside of a box Inside of, you know, a couple of boxes And wrapping paper And, it's, and then I'll wrap it it, it takes like two or three hours to wrap it, because you put underwear around it, you tape it up, then you, you wrap it, and then you put more, and then you wrap it, and more, and you wrap it. It's, so the person never really knows when they're going to get to the gift, or what you know if it's going to be anything worthwhile.
13: Mm. It's sort of like Pass the Parcel, but no, it's good.
2: <laughs> What's that?
13: <laughs> pass the Parcel is a game that you play at children's parties.
2: Mm-hmm.
13: Where a present is wrapped up lots and lots and lots of times, and when the music stops, you get to take one layer off.
2: Ah, okay, okay.
13: And sometimes there might be a little lolly or something in between the layers of paper. Yeah,
2: okay, okay. Till you get
13: to the main present. Yeah. But not underpants. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Yeah, it, it's always less flattering when I say it, when I tell somebody about it. It's funny to do it, but it, when you tell as
13: somebody... The, as a historian, I can confirm, you did tell this two years ago, but I know you, I let you go on because I know you, there's new listeners, and sure, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good story. My <laughs> husband enjoyed that. He thought that sounded like a good idea.
2: There you go. Has he done it yet?
13: No. Wasn't that <laughs> good
2: then? <laughs> He's so, probably too
13: lazy to do it.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, ta- it does take some time, and then... yeah. And then I think, I honestly think a bunch of the, the old underwear got thrown away. And so I, because last year I was trying to find. Got it.
13: thrown away just to avoid this happening. Probably. probably.
2: Yeah, it's probably my kids that threw it away. So, was, yeah. but, or maybe, maybe after it got opened, someone just threw it all in the trash, you know, like a wrapping paper.
13: Mm-hmm. So.
2: I don't know. So I was trying to do it last year. I couldn't find any of the stuff. So last year it didn't happen. So. It was a very sad moment, so. okay so i've got three more questions for you and let's see here number number nine is name a christmas present you wanted badly as a kid but never received
13: Uh, no i was just really spoiled you see (laughs) because my parents would always like go to a lot of trouble to get whatever i wanted but Mm. also i used to make it quite easy because that's quite often i'd say i just want a surprise
2: oh okay
13: so i can't actually think of something like that maybe (laughs) now i'm grown up
2: (laughs) (laughs) did you you ever get a cabbage patch kid back in the day were those a thing no
13: i don't think i wanted a cabbage patch kid
2: yeah my sister got one one year and I would have been so I was a few years older than her a couple years older than her so I don't know exactly um, what year that would have been but have you ever seen the movie oh, what's that movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad um, it's a Christmas movie Jingle All the Way
13: Yeah, it's when they're trying to oh yeah I don't know if I like that movie
2: she my mom said that getting the doll for my daughter was a little like that
13: <laughs> yeah it's a bit stressful to watch isn't it
2: oh man I can't even imagine trying to
13: mm. I I'd just be like yeah I'll get it next month
2: yeah I'll just, I'll just order it but all. he had
13: a lot more hanging on it didn't he
2: yeah I can't I haven't even seen it in so long but that, that is another Christmas movie I love you know that's such a funny movie okay so okay you got a question for me now okay yeah, yeah.
13: You got? who is the toughest person and I think I know who this is oh, who's yeah. the toughest person you have to buy for for Christmas
2: yeah. The same person I was messaging you about like two days ago. <laughs> yeah. My wife. Um, and she would say the same for me. I'm probably, she's easier to, I would say she's probably a little easier to buy for it. Cause I could, I could go to the clothing store. I could go to a jewelry store and just buy some earrings and a necklace and, you know, do stuff like that. So this is what's on her list so far this year for, for me, a sweatshirt, sweatpants and some teeth whitening stuff. She said a whole like deal where I pay for her to go to some place and pay for the whole program. And I'm like, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to go buy some teeth whitening toothpaste and just put it in her stocking. <laughs> so, uh, and I haven't figured out exactly what to get her. But yeah, it's not, you know, I'm just like, part of me, I'm like, look, we're, we're adults. What do we really need?
13: You could just get whatever you want when you want to.
2: Exactly anytime i'm like there i found this really cool record store here in the area and Mm -hmm. and i'm just like they have this huge wasp poster there you know there's some cool iron maiden posters but that first wasp album cover is really cool and i was like i'd love to get that i don't have anywhere to hang in here so um but yeah I, i told her you could go to that store and buy me a gift card that that would be that would be perfect just go in there and look around for three hours, and then try to find something to buy with fifty dollars or whatever she can give me. She probably wouldn't give me much to spend in there. So. But, uh, uh, that
13: would be cool.
2: Oh man, that that that's the dream thing for me. Just go to a record store, and just look around and buy, get anything you want. That the shopping spree mm. thing, you know, that'd be the kind of place I'd want to go. So. Uh, is it my turn? Yeah. Yes. Okay, two more questions for you. Number question number ten. This might be a difficult question. I don't know. Maybe you've answered it already. What is the best gift you've ever given someone?
13: I've ever given someone. Hmm. Oh, I don't Oh, know. I think the gift of life. <laughs>
2: that's a very, yeah, that's a very good one. Was it around Christmas? Uh, Are your either one of your, because th- Chloe was. Th- aug- around- August
13: and September. Oh no, I can't use that. Um, oh, I got my parents, this is a bit of a gift for me as well, I got my parents and my mother-in-law tickets to see Santana and the Doobie Brothers okay. when my parents were over. Um, well, they, they came over in March, but I gave them the tickets for Christmas.
2: Okay, okay. There you go. That's cool. Concerts are always cool. That's cool. Yeah.
13: Doobie Brothers were excellent.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I listened to a podcast with one of those guys on. Uh, on I think he was on Dean Del Rey's podcast a while back. It's I love listening to those. I, the Doobie Brothers got a lot of cool stuff too. So it was Michael McDonald. That's who it was.
13: Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. So okay. cool.
13: All right. must be me. It's your turn. Would you rather build a snowman,
2: <laughs>
13: go sledding, have a snowball fight, or stay inside drinking hot cocoa?
2: You know, those are all, uh, okay. The first one, what was the first option again?
13: Build a snowman.
2: Yeah. I'm not really interested in building a snowman. Uh, second option was, uh, sledding. Yep. That, that would be a lot of fun. I would really like to go sledding a snowball fight. That would be really fun too. Mm-hmm. Um, or staying inside, drinking cocoa, being warm. That's a really good one too. Actually. Um, I'm going to say, uh, I'm not an adrenaline junkie or anything, but I'm going to go with the, snow, with the sledding. Uh, we had uh, probably... How many years have we have been here? Seven. Probably seven or eight years ago we were living in a house and there was some big hills near it and we got lucky and got a year of snow and we went over there and we, we didn't even have a sled. We just went over there got cardboard boxes because you can slide down into cardboard boxes mm-hmm. and man, just all ass slow going down that thing. It was awesome. So... I enjoyed that. I would. I would definitely be up for that. So. Okay, that was your number eleven, right?
13: Yeah. No, it was my number ten.
2: Did I skip one? I don't know. I've only got. One. Let me make sure I got my numbers right here. I've asked you one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I've asked you. I've asked you ten, and you went first. Uh, or I well went. Maybe I, I. I went first. Maybe I did an extra one. I think I went first. So yeah. So, yeah, I got yeah, one you more Yeah, you went for first, and you got one more. Okay, yeah. Usually, I don't go first. That explains first, it. But I wanted you to talk first. That's what it was. So. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Here we go. It's been it's early for me. Little sleep. Too early to be mm-hmm. up. Okay. So, last question for you before I let you go and and open your Christmas presents. You know, because everybody knows we're recording this Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah. Name three words that best describe Christmas for you.
13: Fun, family and food.
2: Okay, very good. Very good. I can agree with those. Those are all good ones.
13: Um, you've already answered my question eleven.
2: Ah, uh, what is it? I'll answer it again. I
13: have to think of another one. Sorry? Okay. It was it was if someone offered you a gift card to spend at any store.
2: Uh, yeah, I definitely would be right. you've
13: you've done that one. Yeah. So Yeah. Wouldn't what's love. the true meaning of what's the true meaning of Christmas for you?
2: Oh gosh. You know, the true meaning of Christmas, obviously, if you believe I guess it depends on what you believe, you know. I mean I was I wasn't really raised I wasn't raised to believe the Christian Christmas story, but I believe that's what it really is, so uh, you know, it, it's even though it's weird, you know, okay, so we went to this thing last night, right? And mm-hmm. and I don't I don't want to sound like a skeptic. <laughs> Cause I, cause I am a believer, you know, I believe in Jesus. So, but you know, when I listen to the story, sometimes it's, it's, it's like, how how on earth do people believe this, (laughs) you know, not to sound, not to, not to take away from it. I do believe it. Cause I mean, you know, if you're supposed to believe, you got to believe something like that by faith, like, Hey, it just happened, you know, but, um, like they're talking and they're reading it, you know, and the first thing I hear, you know, a virgin is going to get pregnant. I'm like, what the hell? You know? it's just it's it's so um it just doesn't almost seem real in a way but uh, yeah but that's what i that's what what was the question how would you say it the the, the true meaning the
13: true meaning of christmas
2: i think that's the true meaning and you know to do good for other people and because i know not everybody believes that but i think you know treat other people how you want to be treated and and because and, it's you know it's so easy to to be grumpy all the time and to be rude all the time and mean all the time and a jerk all the time and I do a lot of that I'm, I'm, I'm basically describing myself <laughs> um, I can be nice I'm nice a lot but I, I can also ha- I have a lot of those tendencies as well a lot and um, it's the one time a year that it would be nice it's nice to be able to take that stuff and set it all aside And um, but you know if, 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 if a person really believes that that's what happened. That the, you know, Mary got pregnant uh, without having sex, which is, like I said, it's an odd one to hear. It's just weird to think about it. The older you get, but I really think that's what the true meaning there is: is, is, is that someone came to uh, to uh, do something for us to that we needed, and it's here for us to have. So. don't know that's not I don't know if that's a good answer or not it might be a befuddled answer
13: (laughs) it's a brilliant answer it's a difficult question
2: yeah 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 I would ask you the same question but I'm out I ran out I'm not I've already asked number 11 (laughs) (laughs) well I want to thank you for coming by the Christmas stopping by the Christmas show I guess uh maybe we should thank Wayne and Trevor for um, invading the Christmas show and giving you a thrill I guess
13: (laughs) yeah it was pretty cool
2: yeah, that was kind of one of the weirdest things I've ever seen happen to be honest, I've never, I don't know, I don't know how he could invent that. I guess, you know, for, for as, in his shed. Yeah. I mean, he created this in his shed. <laughs> so, you know, whatever, whatever, he, whatever Trevor did. Hey, uh, you know, I guess let me, let me take back. I just said all that stuff about being nice. Let me say something nice to Wayne. Hey, Wayne and Trevor, Merry Christmas. And anyone listening, Merry Christmas. And Hey, do you have a Christmas message you want to share?
13: Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, It's been a big year. I've never been, um, I've never really even been that comfortable with guesting on your podcast. And I used to always get it over with quickly. And yeah. at one stage decided I'd never do it again. And yeah. now look, I'm regularly co-hosting <laughs> and actually enjoying it. Yeah. And uh, I've had a really fun time and met some cool people. And it's just helped that everyone's been nice and supportive. So I want to say sure. thank you. I hope you all have a very merry Christmas and a happy new year. And okay, I'm off for a stiff Bailey's now.
2: Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Thank you, Kirsty. Kirsty, Kirsty, before you run off. Yeah. Uh, you forgot to tell me what your album of the year was. I didn't even tell you what mine was. What, what, <laughs> okay. What's your well, album of the year? I didn't
13: li- I didn't listen to that many new albums. Like I was excited for Ozzy, Megadeth, The Cult. Mm -hmm. Dream Widow, and I enjoyed all of them. Mm -hmm. I only ended up listening to each one once or twice. Okay. Do you remember with Megadeth, I'd heard the singles and I was really pumped for the big day. Yeah. Then I only played it once, and then (laughs) I had a lot going on, and I just wasn't in a Megadeth mood because I was going through my Alice in Chains phase.
11: Yeah,
6: I understand
13: Um, that. So, and you kept wanting to talk about it, so I'm glad you found someone. (laughs) And um, but yeah, I finally played it last week. Yeah. and now I can't get enough of it so I'm a bit late to the party but I'm going to call that my number two because I just feel that might be recency bias
9: sure
13: um, my number one you have to guess what it is it was a band I wasn't interested in at all and then I heard one song the internet must have told me to do it Oh. so I checked it out and I absolutely played it to death then I bought the CD played that all the time can you remember who it was?
10: uh
2: me a hint. It was
13: it wasn't Abba. But it was a band from Sweden.
2: Um was the one that you talked about last couple weeks the heavy band?
13: Not that heavy, no. Um it's Impera by Ghost.
2: Oh, okay. They're from Sweden. I didn't know that. I yeah. can't remember, I can't remember that, <laughs> Impera, okay, five, no,
13: and I played it again this week, and it's still great from start to finish, okay. so that's my album of the air.
2: Interesting, is that, what's the, what was the single, was that, that the one that had the song 20s it doesn't have Rats on it, does it?
13: <laughs> I don't know.
2: You just listen to it,
13: Rats. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't remember that.
2: I don't know too many of their songs, but I'll make mine quickly. Uh,
13: oh, yeah, they did have a song called "Bats," but it's not on that album. Yeah, I know yeah, what you yeah. mean.
2: Okay, so for me, my I think my number one's going to be pretty easy, but I'll, I'll give you two as well. Because um, there's only three new albums I've really listened to this year. Uh, I, I, well, I listened to Ozzy's album once. Um, I just never have gotten back in the mood to hear it yet, so I just haven't played it. It's been weird because I've had a lot of time to listen to and it just hasn't struck me of where like I want to put it on. And so I, the Queens Rock album, the uh, Digital Noise Alliance, uh, the Colts album Under the Midnight Sun, and obviously Megadeth's album, um, The Sick, the Dying and the Dead. My number two is the Cult, Under the Midnight Sun. I think that's just, I've just been wearing that album out for the past week or so. and
13: uh, Yeah, it's brilliant.
2: Yep. Yeah, and they only, they only came out in September, right? It was September when they came out, so it hadn't. But man, it is so good. That album is so good. I was thinking we need to do an out. We need to do a show on that one one day. I love it. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, we could have a, a, a talk about the cult and just talk about that album too. Uh, but obviously, anybody knows, um, my number one um, is the... Episode you just heard like a week ago or so a week or two ago The Sick, The Dying, and The Dead by Megadeth Anybody I mean, I've listened to that album every single week Since it's came out At least once Sometimes you have 15, Fifteen times, you know <laughs> So, yeah, it's it's um, it's um, just amazing You know what's funny? Because I really wasn't even excited about it coming out But we did those episodes about Megadeth And so I was kind of like Yeah, I'll check it out when it comes out I had no intention of checking it out, really I wasn't even thinking about it but because of that, I listened to it and just it, the, literally hearing that song the first day blew me away. The, 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 the title track, just mm. like, you know, and of course, rats. So, <laughs> But uh, I, that really was cool to me. Like I just thought, that, and so that was the song that like as soon, you know, that when he sings the lines and he ends it with, yeah, yeah. Like, I just thought it was so catchy. It just caught me. I kept thinking about it. And then and then other songs really grew on me fast. Some of them grew on me slow. It took time and man, I just love that album. I think there's not a bad track on the album. So, there's there's some that are better than others, but they're all real good still, so. So that's a, that's it for us and I guess we'll see how everyone else picks their cho- uh, how everyone else chooses, so. So there we have it. I guess we can go now. <laughs> we can go open our Christmas presents now.
13: Yay! Maybe
2: you'll get a driving course.
13: Let's hope not.
2: <laughs> Aaron better hope not, right?
13: Absolutely.
2: <laughs> All right, well, talk to you later.
13: Cheers. Bye bye.
2: Bye. What you just heard was a song called "O Come All Ye Faithful by an old artist named Toby Mack. I heard that song around the time that my son was born, probably 19 years ago to be exact. And I always liked it because I felt like he completely changed up the rhythm of the song and changed up the melody of the song and actually made it sound pretty good. So I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, next up you're going to hear from three more people. First, one is my lovely wife, the reluctant first lady of the podcast. Next up, you're going to hear from Ron Kramer in Washington State from installment 44. And then you're going to hear from Aaron Martell from the Ridiculous Rock Record Review, installment 45.
12: Hello, everyone. My name is Vanessa, and I'm better known as Auntie Steve. What I'd like to share today with you is my thankfulness and gratitude for you listening in to my husband's podcast over the last few years. Many of you have joined in over the course of the last few years, but many of you have recently joined in, and we are very thankful for that. This has been something my husband loves investing in his time, his energy, and meeting people from all across the world. So I thought it would be very good time to share a little bit more about how we say Merry Christmas in other languages, since so many countries listen in on this specific podcast. Here's wishing you a very, very Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad! Joyeux
11: oh, Noël.
9: Weihnachten.
0: Merry Christmas Merry Christmas
9: It's so strong Lancing
0: so we
12: Here's wishing you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and wishing you all the best in 2023.
10: Ron Kramer from Washington State here. I'd like to say a very Merry Christmas to everyone out there in the Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone community. I also want to thank Uncle Steve and his co-host for putting in the time and effort to make Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone such a great place to talk about heavy metal. It means a lot, it really does. So again, Merry Christmas. Now for my 2022 Album of the Year selection. My pick is the only 2022 release that I keep coming back to, even after I know it front to back. This album has killer guitar riffs, great songwriting, and massive energy from beginning to end. The 2022 Album of the Year for me is Megadeth the sick, the dying, and the dead. It's been a great year, everyone, and let's make 2023 even better on Uncle Steve's platform. Merry Christmas, everyone.
4: This is Aaron Martell from the Ridiculous Rock Record Reviews Podcast, and I'd just like to wish all the listeners out there a very Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Holidays, Seasons Greetings, or whatever it is you like to say around this time of year. It's all inclusive. Now, Uncle Steve asked me to give my album of the year, but honestly, because of the listening I have to do for my podcast, I don't listen to a lot of new music. I usually discover and listen to a lot of old music. Now that said, I guess I'll throw out there The Scorpion's Rock Believer and as Honorable Mentions Ozzy Osbourne's Patient Number 9 and Megadeth The Sick, The Dying and The Dead <laughs> new music from old artists So there it is and lastly I'd like to wish the listeners a very happy new year and here's hoping for a fantastic 2023 to everyone So up the irons and rock on!
2: Alright, now I'm going to let you hear Deck the Halls by who else? Rob Halford. Guys, now it is time for your Christmas present. Because I've been through all of the Iron Maiden stories, right? Everybody that's done, an, not everyone that did an Iron Maiden story, because not everyone, not everyone that participated sent something in. So, now is the surprise for you. I have more Iron Maiden stories that have already been recorded, that will be released in the next year. And I'm going to let you hear from some of those people. There's three of them. One is yet to be recorded, but we are already scheduled to record. The first one you're going to hear from is the official detention teacher of Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone, Gen Mar-Yutani. After that, you are going to hear from Jose... In Uruguay. You might know him on Twitter as JMO. And lastly, you're going to hear from Ian White in Solihull, West Midlands.
11: Hello, Uncle Steve, Christy, Matt, and everyone who is listening to this podcast. This is Dan from Japan, the official devotional teacher of Uncle Steve's amazing zone. <laughs> Uh, My favorite release of 2022 was The Sick, The Dying, and The Dead by Megadeth. I think that was one of their best albums. In fact, I think that was their best album since any in my opinion. Anyways, I hope you all have a good time and Merry Christmas from the small island of Japan Bye Hi there, this is Jose from Uruguay, Montevideo here in South America best known as JMO as my Twitter account and this is to give some Christmas greetings to all my friends in Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone especially to the Uncle Steve, to Kirsty to Matt the flip-flop horse guru for Mr. Andrew Whitnell with his historical episodes that I enjoy a lot I really enjoy all the episodes I enjoy talking about Maiden interacting with you people in Twitter so thank you a lot for keeping the Maiden talk alive and hear from deep in the south america a very special christmas greeting and i'm hoping all the best for this 2023 that is coming with a lot of maiden talk and a new tour and hoping to see iron maiden again so have a good one cheers and we're talking about maiden always if i had to choose a record of the year i will choose the power metal band called dragonland from sweden i i like power metal a lot and this is a a young a younger band that is doing like a sci-fi power metal very melodic but very technical and with a fresh touch so i'm going with that dragonland their new record this year 2022 The Power of the Night Star for me it's a great power metal european power metal but i like it a lot so that is that is my my record of this year 2022 Dragonland The Power of the Night Star i recommend it cheers
8: hello there uncle Steve it's Ian here um, the guy from West Midlands in England You would say near Birmingham Which is the birthplace of metal, as we all know Black Sabbath Judas Priest Led Zeppelin, to name a few Slade as well, another band who are quite rocking um, You asked me to send a, uh, a greeting for your, I think, New Year show So hello everyone um, Keen fan of the the Maiden podcast, Love Maiden, going to go and see them in July in Birmingham next year on the, somewhere in Sanjutsu tour, whatever you call it, um, you asked me to do an intro, this might be a bit rambling, and what I've been listening to this year, my best release of 2022, the new Megadeth album, the sick, the dying and the dead, uh, particularly the, the lead track, the title track. It's fantastic. I love the riffs of their new guitar player, Kiko Lario. Their new guitar player has got me really into Megadeth. i are never, never that into them to be honest, but their new guitar player, who's been with them since Dystopia, uh, is fantastic. And will is it will be back? The sort of the single, fantastic, just awesome riffs. But last couple of days, the new Metallica single, Lux Turner," has just blown up. What a riff! What an absolute kicking song. Really thrashy. But commercial as well, really listable. Um, so I hope this is okay. Um, Looking forward to having a conversation with you soon. Cheers, Steve. Bye bye. All
2: right, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas. I hope that everyone's having a great day. I hope that you're warm, you're comfortable, you're safe, your family is safe. I hope everything's going well for you. I hope you feel loved. I hope you know you're loved. If you don't feel or know you're loved, no. That Uncle Steve, all of us here, we love you guys. We're thankful that you listen, as my wife said earlier. But I'm thankful and I appreciate every one of you. So Merry Christmas, or I'll say for Feck, Happy Christmas. (laughs) Here's a song by some people's favorite artist. It's called God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. Cheers, everybody.
9: God rest
0: ye merry gentlemen. Let nothing you dismay. Remember. Cry. The Savior was born on Christmas Day To save us all from Satan's power When we were gone astray
1: Christmas.